2: You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Carol and David from Sexy Lifestyle. Hello, well, welcome. Hey, how hey. are you guys? We're, we're good. Yeah. How are you both? We
3: are doing very well. Thank you.
1: We met Carol and David in um, in Hedonism in Jamaica. Woo, woo.
0: Pretty, yeah. Pretty yeah. We can actually say we've seen you guys naked mm-hmm. in the bump.
2: yes. Yeah, you saw us naked a lot. We did. Well, we were naked too. We were naked. Too. <laughs> yeah. We saw you guys naked. Yeah. That's
3: the fun part. Yeah, It was
1: beautiful. And, and yeah, we, did, uh, we were on your podcast or radio station. I can't remember which. On your website of some kind. Yeah,
0: we have a podcast called The Sexy Lifestyle with Caroline David. Yes. And we were there with Young Swingers. And yeah. you guys were um, getting... Down and dirty,
2: getting busy. Pretty much, we actually interviewed you on our YouTube channel as well, so oh, yeah. we, you can actually see Carol and David on our like on the like the vlog trip that we did right. for the Young Swingers Week, which was actually yeah. just that week was so awesome. I need to go back. Yeah, we need to go back now. You're newly single, single yes. ready
1: to mingle, baby. Yeah, we need to get you right down there and deep. Although, <laughs> what are we going to do about? Covid, you know like that's completely fucked all of any kind of sex
3: party
2: yeah much. Much. yeah wait it
3: out for a little bit and stay safe that's that's
2: the only
1: yeah way. yeah have a vaccine then hop in yeah.
0: <laughs> or, or a body um, condom
1: on oh yes yeah. a body might condom <laughs> but something like that a, a bit That'll of be asphyxiation <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there'll, be a, there'll be a spot where you can give someone a blowjob or lick her pussy just around the mouth area
1: Oh, yeah, sure. that's so good. Aww. We just need to put up those like walls with holes in it, and, like, you know, <laughs> big ones, little ones. <laughs> that'd be all right. Um, so please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourselves. Well,
3: David and I have been together for 15 years. We kind of have a fun Woo. story because my ex husband is married to his ex wife, and oh, yeah, like madness. So yeah that, finished, that swap that happened 15 years ago, and uh, you know, I think we lucked out because. We ended up having the more fun couple at the end of the day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> years
0: ago, we became swingers, mm-hmm. and uh, we love foursomes and morseums. We found all about the swinging lifestyle at um, a resort in Cancun, and mm. um, well,
3: we've never looked back. We've just kind of found our tribe and realized that that's where we want to be. So we do ethical non-monogamy. We are, uh, you know, we are emotionally monogamous couple, but we love to yeah. have sex with other people. So that's our thing. Yeah, amazing.
1: Amazing. very beautiful. I think we learned a lot from you first talking to you guys. Oh, yeah,
2: God, they're so wise, they know their shit. <laughs> yeah, well, how, has that, how has that been like in a relationship? Has it made you guys stronger, like having yeah. that sort of relationship? Yes,
0: absolutely. Well, you can't be a swinger if you're not in a strong relationship because
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's, it's very interesting watching someone else fuck your partner and Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have issues and carol could talk to the jealousy part if you have issues um it's it's not going to fix your couple it's not going to fix your sex life it's not going to fix your marriage it's going to explode your marriage it's it's just going to be the worst thing in the world and that
3: trust has to be built so strong that if you're not like if you're not super strong then you're not going to be able to trust your partner with other people that's really the basics
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a lot. There's a lot more to swinging than people just saying it's like fucking other people. It's also, you know, your self-confidence and where you're at and your trust and how you communicate.
3: Um, and you want it and to it's, be fun, right? It's all about yeah. having fun, not making a fight with your partner. It's about enjoying yourself, trying new things, and getting excited. Yeah. Yes. Mm, Playing enjoying, over and over yeah. in your head. So you want all those positive experiences to really, really enhance your sex life. So it's not about yeah. finding the, the pitfalls or, or the nitty-natters that, that don't work. It's about finding all yeah. the good things that are working.
2: What drew you to swinging? Like, how did you kind of like find out about it? And what made you think this is something for us?
3: Well, we actually, like David said briefly, is that we were on vacation in Mexico and we happened to sit beside a couple a, from another, England, right? Another couple from England <laughs> who were sitting beside us on a bed and we kind of had assigned uh, day beds during the day on the beach. And so every mm-hmm. day we sat beside them and we saw that they were very open. They were rubbing sunscreen on each other openly.
0: And oh, was, he was playing with her big tits yeah, and massaging them in. Yeah, and Carol turns <laughs> <and Carol laughs> <and laughs> to me and said, don't think about doing that to me. I said,
3: don't even think about that because that's like, wow, that's too weird for me. Anyway we started talking with them and got to know them because David speaks to everybody and mm-hmm. they were certainly a very nice couple and by the end of the discussion we we got it out of them I
0: guess they, they volunteered the information that they were swingers and the next time mm-hmm. we were in their bedroom with them naked playing with them <laughs>
3: well, hey! wow yeah, that's a version but in fact they explained everything about the swinging lifestyle to us and they were very mm-hmm. gracious answering all our questions we were so curious because we were very open minded we had never met swingers in our life until that day so having them explain everything kind of like the way we got we talked with you guys when you first arrived Mm -hmm. at hedonism it was so Mm -hmm. great to talk to somebody uh, to understand the mentality the attitude and what it's all about so after a couple of days of discussing it with them we told them we were ready we wanted to try it and so of course they said great let's go and it was a lot of fun it was different it was exciting and we've never looked back since then
1: yeah that's so good that's so amazing when did that happen like was this before your marriage was this like into your marriage like how many years no no Mm. it was
0: two years after our divorce and probably Uh three years before we actually got married because we've been together a longer period of time than we've been married
3: right so we had already been a couple for about two years before we found the swinging lifestyle
1: yeah that's amazing that's so exciting that just all it took was some a couple explaining the situation you going yeah that actually sounds like it's for us well when you know what you
3: don't know until somebody tells you and you go like a light Mm -hmm. turns on you go wow that is cool I had never thought that that was even an option
2: yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. especially when you're
1: through life thinking like there's got to be more to this or like surely my past relationships and I've not been comfortable I've always wanted to like play with other people but not been allowed and then because you hear swinging as well and there's such a lot of like bad stereotypes that are attached to swinging Mm -hmm. Uh, you know like the absolute worst you just think it's like you know a bunch of old people in a dungeon free like going creepy and and that's what we were shown on the tv programs right. growing up mm-hmm. that's that's all they ever saw clinging right. rather than the actual positive mm-hmm. side
0: of it right. and like it's and it's, side. and it's interesting that you you the word positive because yes the um the the old thought process out there was yes it's all down dingy old people and mm-hmm. Um, it's the guy pushing the woman into swinging, but yeah. you, know, you know your your show is very female centric, sex positive, and mm-hmm. lifestyle is all about the woman.
3: Yeah, and when mm-hmm. yeah. you drive, they make the decisions who they're going to play with, what is the play style, what as far as they want to go with boundaries, what they're going to be, and it's usually the ladies who organize the the dates, if you want to call them dates. The Mm. the fun sessions the sex sessions that we're going to have together they it's usually the ladies who organize it and of course the, the men just follow along because they're not coming come <laughs> on just
0: tell me who to do and i'll do her yeah
3: and so, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> the women who are organizing the trips and the travel and the dating and uh, mm. you know so no not many people know that so it's kind of fun that um you can tell yeah that it's all about the ladies yeah
2: fuck number one
3: the last fuck. Oh, our last fuck that we had like like last night. That fuck. Yes, yeah, that one. Yeah,
1: literally the, the freshest one. So, <laughs> so,
0: so during during COVID and our our self isolation here at home, we've actually um, gotten into using our minds as much as our bodies for fucking or shutting mm. You guys call it <laughs> on that side of the pond, and we've been doing a lot of role playing and and. Um, doing things a little bit different in different parts of the house. And uh, the other night, um, Carol was dressed up as the, the chef in the kitchen. Mm. And she Ooh. put on her clothes. and we, we had a nice long um, make dinner, teas. She sucked my cock. She got on the counter. I licked her pussy. And it was a lot of foreplay that led up to some great sex.
3: But then when we did have our sex after all that fun play during the dinner time when we did have sex it was actually a very super loving sexual experience you know we oh. were all yeah, over i was each loving other. it <laughs> <laughs> we were all over each other with lots of caressing and like slow we slowed it down and we did a slow kissing on our bodies um and you know from the neck down and the to the back of the shoulder and all of that mm-hmm. stuff gets mm-hmm. everything flowing.
0: But then it got a little, little wild after you said, you know, turn me over and just fuck me from behind and fuck me hard. But I like to be fucked hard. That's <laughs> <what I'm doing. laughs> I just need to get banged hard. That's all. That's my thing.
3: Yeah, but it's not so so tease, <laughs> not rushing it because David, it, he's the he's the romantic. He likes that mm. nice caressing and all that stuff. So we try mm. to do a little bit of both. And once I'm ready, though, I say, okay, do me now. Like I can't.
2: <laughs> yeah is that how you like climax? Do you have to be like fucked really hard no, to I, get the climax no
3: i get i get cli- i get climax from just uh external clitoral stimulation so when he, yeah. it's usually licking my pussy with some fingers inside but i like the yeah. banged where he bangs me hard and stimulates my clit so he's like mm. really pounding my clit so it gets so excited and then he finishes
0: me off afterwards
2: oh yeah. so good. Ooh, that's good and carol's
0: a big squirter, oh, so you know when you hit the right buttons <laughs> <or> <laughs> yeah. The same time. Yeah.
3: yeah absolutely
2: nice all over the kitchen well oh, it does it. happen we ha- well <laughs> our-
3: the waterproof next blanket the top waterproof blanket so you know that's yeah since we designed it so we could have it in our house and every room has a blanket yeah we, we have one of those nice. little yellow
0: signs that we put on the floor you know
2: <laughs> slippery surface <laughs> <service, Yeah>.
0: exactly <laughs>
2: So have you like during during COVID times, have you literally fucked every single place in the house? Have you explored areas that you've never explored before? Yes,
3: we have. Yes, exactly. But also outside and in the hot tub and we have a swimming pool in our backyard oh. as well.
0: Oh, And we've been and we've been a little naughty because Carol's a little conscious of our neighbors in the windows. And I'm. Yeah. You now let's be a little bit like exhibitionist. So we we mm. <laughs> yeah. we've positioned ourselves in places where if someone looked in, they could see, but not really. Uh-huh. And that's exciting as well. You know, doing some.
2: Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I actually did that recently as well. I like left my, you know, my, my rooms like literally right onto the street and I've never really done anything like this before. And I opened the window like full. So we had like the curtains, like the net curtains slightly boo, but we were just like fucking in the bed and like look loudly. So mm. it's, kitchen, quite, it's quite exciting.
3: Our kitchen is a bright kitchen with a lot of light going into it and a lot of, big mm. and so, um, very often, i am just grabbed David, suck his cock, you know, in the kitchen window. No big deal. I don't really care. Last night, we yeah, on the patio and looking in during the, the evening as it was getting darker, and I looked in, I got, Oh my God, it's like a fishbowl in there. You can see everything. <gasps> Every so anyone yeah. looking was getting a full big giant screen cock sucking view. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, like, oh. that's so good. What other people are seeing, I'm going, Yikes, <laughs> that's pretty vivid. <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah. so so Florence just getting back to your shagging um with the door <laughs> open are you are you are you loud when you come do you have loud screaming orgasms
2: I I'm not sure it's like screaming but I am pretty vocal as well yeah I'm I'm vocal yeah. like the whole way through sex a lot of just like oh fuck 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 yeah
1: <laughs> the fucks we the like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's not a oh. experience where you're like oh god oh god oh god
1: no, it's less religious. It's definitely more like, yeah, sweary and just like yeah. holy shit, shit, yeah, shit. So literally, <laughs> just
2: really sweary.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! Um, the thing is, I, I am quite loud, but I, I live with my like, my partner and I. We live with our sister, so since she moved in, I have really toned down my screamings and moans. And which, it, when when I was living with Florence, I was yeah, just as loud. I could Went be out really it. free. And my sister's really cool with. The sex stuff, but like, I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So then I'm aware of it. And then I'm just like trying to scream into a pillow, uh, which can be hot, but also sometimes I just want to let fucking loose. Right. That it, it, it being is. Being vocal hot. makes you. It, it, yeah being voc- vocal just adds to the pleasure on another level if you scream or moan when you come then it just it almost creates an even better orgasm absolutely mm. yeah. the animal
3: is the primal thing starts coming out and and that's one of the things about releasing the squirt when you feel, say is squirt an orgasm does it feel good it's it's not exact, it's not an orgasm. It can happen during an orgasm. It's a yeah. release. Uh, there's a pressure and then there's a release, but it also feels primal. That's one of the things that's mm. so odd about it. It feels just like you're saying being vocal and also just letting that squirt come out. It just let it yes. go has that feeling to it, you know?
2: Yeah. And there's nothing better than like that primal sex. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Because it's instead like when you of,
2: properly let go.
1: Instead of being like, you know, the sort of the porn films that we grew up with being like oh my god that feels so fucking good like really over the top and when it goes primal animalistic and you're making noises you never normally would when it's like oh, oh and you're like oh, okay this the is real
3: <laughs> yeah that's when it's great and <laughs> you're in an orgy room and you hear everybody else's noises all their other uh you know everybody sounds yeah that's pretty cool too you kind of feel like yeah a kingdom of some sort and every Everybody has their own way of grunting groaning moaning yelling screaming whatever it might be that lets it happen we're gonna yeah. get you
0: guys to come i know cruising is not the thing people want to do now but when we go on the bliss cruise with four thousand other naked people and you go into the playroom where there's 600 people fucking on you know 200
1: beds sun, yeah. and
0: and when one person starts coming another one comes and it's like this this orgasm that's very very hot
1: yeah
2: Fuck two, the first fuck.
3: Okay, well, this was kind of at the beginning when we first met each other, because we told you our our partners swapped, right? So once they dumped us, because we were dumped by our our husband and wife, uh, we both got dumped on the same day. The first thing we did, was fuck each other because why not right
0: well we were mm-hmm. sexless marriage so you know we were missing the sex and all of a sudden we met each other who were very sexually um charged charged yeah. and primed Yeah. and yeah. carol loves sucking cock so go ahead yes we,
3: <laughs> we got dumped we actually it was right before christmas and we were going to a christmas party and we're there like okay we're both at the party we both got dumped like let's let's leave here and let's just go and not, not be here. Let's just get out of here. So we did. Yeah. And, uh, in the car,
0: she was already yeah. giving me a blowjob.
3: So we pulled into my house because the car was over in his house. And we pulled into my house at the time of course now we all live, we live together but um, yeah and so before we even got out of the car I was pulling down his pants and sucking his cock before we even got out of the car and then we went into the house and we continued the whole, it was kind of like that monkey sex that you see in the movies that just starts and
0: just yeah and the door open. goes flying open yeah, the clothes was, are flying yeah. all over the place it
1: was, wow you just like Fuck each other as quick as possible. Like yeah. no time to waste. Get it on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Like, that's the
3: release or just the, it was just so hot. It was that monkey sex is what we've been calling it all. these years.
0: Mm. You can and, just imagine. Yeah. And, imagine. I, and, 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 you know, we didn't like come right away because you were sucking my cock and I said, okay, now I got to eat your pussy. And I went down on you and you had this massive orgasm and then we went back at it and we got into, I think we were fucking in the kitchen yeah. and I it, probably and went we on for two it. or three hours. It was just
3: crazy. It was crazy. But wow. We and released, and, um, I guess it was just
0: built up sexual yeah, frustration.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. And then being sounds like bad, it. So we were <sighs> bad. We were, it was, uh, it was full of emotion and yet we just let it all just come out.
2: Yeah. That's incredible. So did you, is that the first time you met each other as well? Or no, we did you already neighbors. know each other? We
3: were neighbors and friends. We knew each other for a number of years. Yeah, we, oh.
2: we
1: knew each other, yes. Oh, was there any sexual tension, like, between you guys anyway?
3: Well, you did, never really right, you, you can imagine David. It. He's very, um, he's on the ball with the sex comments and stuff. But yeah, sexual <laughs> tension more than just him joking around, which is what I always thought it was like a, a kind of a jokey thing yeah it was never really serious um well even if he propositioned me or said something fun or whatever it was never really taken seriously because he was married, mm. right and I was married of course, so yeah it yeah. wasn't really the case um but we didn't really know that our exes were seeing each other on the side
2: oh that's so <laughs> fucking complicated but so exciting it's oh. such a crazy story yeah. like I don't yeah. think I've ever heard anything like that before mm-hmm. so you you just Was that the reason you both sort of ended up together as well? Because you were just like, we need to get back at our exes? No, no, no.
0: No, no, I I paid Carol. We
1: became
3: friends and supported each other during the divorces. Uh, David bought a house. I helped him, you know, uh, get set up in a separate house. And um, he, we had split custody. We had to go through all the crap that divorce brings. So, you know, we yeah. each other uh, and we became friends and we were fuck friends from day one, as you heard the story. So, yeah, even though we were fucking each other. David was seeing other guy, uh, other girls. I was seeing other guys. And we shared mm-hmm. those, those yeah, experiences those with, with each other because oh, nice. kind of made a pact as our friendship grew that we would not keep anything from each other we would tell each other everything and yeah. we did although we fucked together we went out i traveled a lot for business at the time so before, did i and so did david so we were fucking mm-hmm. other people when we were meeting them we were whatever happened yeah. and uh david was on not tinder but maybe plenty, plenty of, of fish. fish and he had dates and, he had <laughs> yeah. and um i i didn't go on plenty of fish or or anything but I, I have
0: i have to tell you that as soon as my ex-wife said, I want a divorce, I mm-hmm. did what every guy dreams about doing. And I fucked the babysitter.
1: <laughs> oh, oh <yeah>. no. <laughs> yeah. then, sure. then she
0: came back and she said, will you fuck me up the ass? So I did her twice. We <laughs> had <laughs> anal sex. And then, then I finally went out and started shopping for homes. And... As in the porn movies, I fucked the real estate agent.
2: Yes! oh my god so you literally just got to live out all oh, your yeah. sexual fantasies oh, yeah. after your divorces yeah. like that's so good dog. yeah and you said that the your relationships before you didn't have like that much of a, like a sexual relationship mm-hmm. so it was really was just like finally i yeah. can yes. yeah do what i want yeah. the last eighteen months and you literally marriage,
3: did. i had <laughs> once with my husband
2: what yeah i mean no that's no.
1: Yeah. That, that is that's is pretty harsh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of know if, you, if it's been like a long time, you're just like, okay, this is it. You, I mean, you don't reach that peak. You know, you're not done with sex. Right. It doesn't matter what age you are.
3: Right. I mean, we, mm. we
1: still get fucking horny at 60, 70, 80 plus.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ageless. No, no expiry date.
1: And you yeah. also feel like when, you, when you're trapped in a relate, I don't want to say trap, that sounds rude, but you believe that your sex drive is gone, even though it hasn't. It's like, mm. it's almost like, you numb it yourself just to protect yourself. Yeah. yeah.
2: You're like, oh, I don't need it anymore.
3: Uh, yeah. What <laughs> <a lot> of, <laughs> of There's a lot of cues in society and TV shows and stuff where actually women are fed the garbage that, you know, it does die and that you don't. And you, you got to live with it, that you got to live with it, that, you know, you go through mental yeah. health, you don't want to have sex anymore. And that's just really not true. But when you start feeling that, then, you know, you've heard some of those cues or someone has said it and it just sticks in your mind saying, well, it must be true. So you're yeah. off purposely to protect yourself, like you said, and it's, you yeah. want those cues to reverse saying there's always time to have sex in your life. There's never an expiry date for being sexy. And that those are things that we should, that's the cues that we should be putting out there. And
0: we have some friends in California, yeah. some swinger friends. And when we go on vacation with them, um, she is now probably 65. She fucks mm-hmm. four or five times a day.
3: Yeah. What? Day. Oh my. Yeah. How? Can what? you guys
0: do that? You're in your 20s. <laughs> no, Can
1: you absolutely fuck?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> no. That's like I know. <laughs>
1: Split side GTI like, sense. And when they fuck
0: in California, you can hear her in <laughs> England. She is so loud when she.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, right. I hope I am her in the right. future. She sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah that's my
2: inspiration <laughs> yeah. you just, I just want to get more and more horny as I get older rather than less and less and Yeah. And you yeah.
3: Know what's really great about getting older and having sex is that you have less and less pressure in your life as your kids grow up and they're gone and they're gone from the house and there's no mm. things to worry about and also as you get older there's, there's that attitude that comes who gives a fuck you know you fuck yeah. at that point who gives a fuck let's just enjoy uh, who cares what people say or what mm-hmm. people think or what your partner or, or if you've, I've got a role or I've got a, you know, a flab, flop, floppy tits. Who cares? Just enjoy the sex.
0: And so- yeah. society says, you know, don't talk about sex. But to keep your your um, hormones and everything going, talking about sex is so healthy and so good, especially with your partner. Talking about the wood, we could, we should, we. And you see mm. something on porn. You listen to a podcast. You see a magazine. You see something on Instagram, and you bring it up, and it creates food it creates discussion about bringing your sex life to another another level Mm -hmm. you know the tagline Mm -hmm. for our podcast is spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and horny and it's about bringing different things in and new things in and keeping it spicy all the time
2: yeah Mm. so important fuck three the best fuck
3: I think our best fucks are when, um, I guess it's got to be in a swinger situation. We have had some amazing um, orgies. Orgies is, I guess, the best word. <laughs> Probably our best one was that. Christmas and desire. Was that what do you think? That trip to desire in Christmas time?
0: Yeah, we were twenty people in a bedroom yeah. and there first of all we needed about sixty towels because there was squirt and cum and everything. Uh- <laughs> so, was, housekeeping the next morning was not happy. Right.
1: <laughs> oh things, fuck. Oh,
0: but you know, it was the first time Carol had licked pussy and she said, I don't know how to do it. So we both did it together. We went down on this girl and we licked her pussy together. And as Carol got into it, I backed out and Carol actually made her squirt. And that was a very hot, hot moment
1: oh round of applause wow. and then
0: and then we had um that couple from alaska who are both police officers oh my gosh yeah and they you know what he
3: did he put me up against the wall and like did me from behind and that to me was so hot he spread my arms and not like forcing, taking her into
0: custody kind
3: of like that oh right? God, a bit of a bit even though we were all naked i, I could just imagine him because i knew he was a cop he didn't oh. have the uniform on but that was fucking hot really
1: yeah, yeah. And it's not, we shouldn't, so it's, really, it's, so, it's complicated because we shouldn't be sexualizing professions like that <laughs> but it I definitely do 100% I find out somebody's a police officer or like you know they're a doctor or any kind of profession and instantly sexualize and fetishize and I'm so sorry to anyone that I've ever done that to. but that's where my brain goes I'm like <laughs> oh <laughs> God, yeah put me into custody handcuff me like please doctor I don't know. <laughs> And to talking with your dick uh, anything
0: yeah, and then then we had on the same trip there was this massive orgy going on in the hot tub where there must have been nine people all connected together in i mean the hot tub holds fifty
1: people Whoa. <laughs>
0: but this daisy yeah. chain, and there was this German girl who was being suspended on the water, and she had a cock in her mouth, and two guys were doing her in her one in her ass, one in her pussy, and she was just lying there starfished. And then as the people who were doing her were there, people were doing them. And it was this giant days. Oh my it was God. just it was just such um um a visual um delight to see all this going on. And it went on for about an hour and a half. We still talk about yeah, the like day like and that day. human
1: place. centipedes are the extreme, literally. Yeah. And then we had, that's crazy. And then we
0: had on the Bliss Cruise way where we were about 20 of us on that center bed and uh, myself and Jerry had three women stacked on top of each other and we were taking turns fucking them from behind. And then it was one on the top, one in them the bottom. There's yeah. three girls next to them. And we so just hot. moved over. And the girls were just lying on top of each other. And they were squirting and coming and screaming. And it was like again, one of those porn things you see, but it was like live porn.
3: I don't know if there's any yeah. porn I've seen with the stacked ladies. That yeah. that for me was something really hot. <laughs> and we were all taking turns getting into the stack. And the guys, of course, were loving it because we couldn't like not do it. And yeah, it's you know, that kind of reverse. So head, head to toe. So we're like, I was like, licking a pussy while I was getting fucked. And then oh. me doing it and then she was getting fucked on the other side. And it was just so friggin amazing.
2: Sounds magical. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like <laughs> I'm just visualizing this right now. It's crazy. Mm, but like yeah. in the most exciting you 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 two just have like the best <laughs> memories. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't think I've ever heard anyone that's had this much like this much like crazy sex. <laughs> explorative. And, 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 and you know Lawrence
0: and Reed. What we do with these memories, because we actually live them out, is when we're having sex, the two of us, we yeah. use that as as um food for our sexual play so when i'm mm. carol
3: yeah usually what i say i say who's with us now who's around us who, who, who's pulling on your your ball sack right now who's got their finger up your ass like i we start talking oh, uh, yeah. and we start setting up the scene and then we kind of roll replay some of those you know episodes we've been in
0: so we don't watch porn um, when we're having sex we talk about the, the adventures that we've experienced
2: yeah yeah I I I mean I love that when I masturbate I love like I love real memories of things rather than like imagining something up because like when you when you know that it's actually you know the pleasure you know what it felt like it's so easy to relive that and you almost like start feeling the same pleasure in that moment Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah I mean, I'm, I'm well, all about the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, you're the opposite. You're like, meh, reality, meh, fantasy. What if you had all these experiences as well? Like, wouldn't you think back to those? Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> I do. I think back to them, but I don't, I don't masturbate over them, you know? Really? Yeah, very interesting.
0: But with, with all your fantasies that you have, do you find ways to live them out? And like, what what's your what's your what's your present fantasy?
1: Oh, what what isn't is a good question. Um, like <laughs> at the moment, I'm I'm. I was just before lockdown. I was about to have a male male threesome, uh, which I was really looking forward to. Still want to do all, all of the stuff that I fantasize about. A lot of it cannot be recreated, but stuff like you know, like home invasion, kidnapping, could all be done. Um, and there's some stuff like that I that I definitely have fetishized over that I don't think I can do. Like, I don't think I'm there yet. You know, it's a lot of just like fantasy, but Mm -hmm. I'm just, I just need that. I need need to find somebody that I can trust. Who's like really up for doing it as well. So that's mm -hmm. hard with COVID. It is. Yeah,
0: for sure. But if you get to that male, male threesome, you need to try mm-hmm. something that Carol tried for the first time a couple of years ago, uh, not a like, couple of years ago, last, last year, which was double vag.
3: Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. I'm not into. Like, so we were doing double vag, and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty hot."
1: Okay, give, what? give me what, what, like- tips on how to double vag. Like,
3: how yeah. do you get? Actually, there? It was fun because the other guy was also called David. So <laughs> really yeah. on his back, he had a
0: double David.
3: He laid on his back and I, I mounted him. So I was riding. Him, yeah. So his cock was in your pussy right. first. And then I, I bent over like to kiss him, for example. And yeah. David came in from behind. And so I was. Up and, down, and David was also fucking, fucking you me from behind from behind. Inter- wow.
1: What does it feel like like two dicks going are they going in and out at the same time are they kind of like rubbing against each other against each other for david he could feel yeah. the
3: other cock rub rubbing against his so that's oh, so nice. hot also mm, part, yeah. you have to stay very hard to stay in it and mm-hmm. for me, it was just so full like the fullness was there i feel like i had to explode like as soon as the second cock went oh, in, oh you scored everywhere <laughs> yeah and, and i love to feel full like that it was like it was crazy it, you don't have a lot of momentum or moving like i wasn't able to move a whole lot up and down because david was david had <laughs> yeah. them <laughs> yeah
1: so you kind of just ex- have to sit there taking it yes
3: so really the motion was <laughs> david doing the the actual momentum work
1: yeah yeah that, was very oh, that.
2: sounds that's amazing incredible. well you
1: know that's, that's <laughs> in the bucket list for sure florence fuck <laughs> number
2: four the worst fuck Well,
3: sometimes in the swinging lifestyle where you meet somebody online because you, mm. that's what we do. We go on these dating sites and you meet a couple mm. and they look great. You chat with them and most of the time we would get on the phone and physically talk to them because you hear a lot in their voices and if they're going to be compatible. Well, we mm. did have one couple and she was super hot and really nice. And, and he looked okay. He looked fine. They were in Montreal on a, a mm. bike tour or something. So they stayed in a beautiful mm. hotel downtown. So we met them in the lobby. And yeah. that's usually our cue. We meet them first. And if, if we all feel comfortable, then yes, we'll go upstairs and we'll play. So by the time, I guess, half we had a few hors d'oeuvres and a couple drinks. And we said, you know what? Yeah, let's just go upstairs and play. So we go upstairs.
0: I get her naked. She's absolutely And, and all over David. And oh, she's yeah. like
3: so into David and just loving him and jumping on him and doing all the things that David just loves so much, right? Mm-hmm. But the oh, guy nice. happens to have the biggest bush i've ever seen in my life all around it was like cox. his pubic
0: hair went up to his chest there was so much hair like,
3: oh, hairy long. boy it wasn't even curly it was long like i'm talking about three inches of hair all around <laughs> his cock and i couldn't do it it was just like not oh, my no. thing and, yeah. like,
1: oh.
0: and then his wife is turning over trying to braid it a little oh. bit and play with it <laughs>
1: Like, oh she's
3: like she was she loved braiding, oh, you know it just... and it was just like too much i just mm-hmm. that's so
1: funny it. but that and was like so same... high like we, we shouldn't shame pubes. Not people all. can do whatever no, they want, want they like, but there is a preference. I, I, I really, yeah. it, it means a lot when you look after yourself and you take the time to trim and manicure and like, you know, manicure, like pet, pet, yeah. no, what's it no. called? Um, I don't know. Just Man- manscape. Just manscape and ladiescape, you know, mm-hmm. all of them. It, it just, it gives that sort of, next level of, I'm doing this for you because I, I care, you know, it's just like having a shower and brushing your right. teeth before you fire. I mean, yeah. it
2: sounds like he probably kept it like that because his partner Maybe. really yeah. loved it. And yeah. that's yeah, cool. And yeah. it's all fine. It's just not my thing. That's yes. all. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. when
1: you're trying to like give head and all, you, all you've got is pubes. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like a Brillo pad.
0: Mm. Okay. Was <laughs> tell you that's a such sto- a shame. I was going to tell you a story about her biggest surprise when someone took off a towel.
3: Oh yeah, I do have a different oh. a different story, which is not my first book, <laughs> but if I can just throw it in there, I'll just gonna add do it, to it, do it. So we were at a swinger club in uh, Florida. Uh, Florida, it was one of the biggest swinger clubs there is uh, in in not United States. But anyways, when you're in this club and you meet people in the dance area, uh, when you go in the back room to play, you have to get naked.
0: So or wear a towel.
3: No, you you have to take all your street clothes off. They give you a towel and a. Uh, they and a cubby or a locker, mm-hmm. they put it in and they lock it for you. After so, all your stuff is all safe, mm-hmm. and they give you a towel. So David and I laugh because a lot of people immediately put the towel around their waist. We or, put it on our shoulder, or, you know, and and they're covering themselves. And they're okay. We're back here. We're all naked. We're about to fuck, and yet the people cover themselves up. So we kind of make a joke about that. And We're nudists, so we're always yeah. naked. So we're kind of like giving other people a little bit of a dig, like what the <laughs> hell, you know. So, anyways, the the other couple that we were yeah. with he does exactly that. He puts the towel around his waist and we walk into the little area where we are going to fuck all of us. So we
0: haven't seen them naked. We've only seen them with, with clothes and a towel. Right.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah. When we get into the little cubby area, well, cubby, it's a, what do you call that? It's not a, a door. It's area. a bed area with like a mm-hmm. curtain if you want mm-hmm. if you want to have privacy. So we get in there and I'm like, what's with the towel? Anyways, I start giving the guy a dig and then he takes his towel off and I'm no shitting. He's hanging like 18 inches. <gasps> It's like okay. I get it. he doesn't want to scare anybody off before he gets to the bed. But it was oh, like like I like literally
1: never... eighteen in is that even possible.
0: Well, and and it was it was thick. So you know, Carol loves sucking cock, but <gasps> I've never seen her be unable to put more than the head of the cock in her <sighs> mouth.
3: Yeah. Oh. Whoa. It was really whoa. And it was really fun. Like I'd never ever seen a cock that big or had a cock that big i don't know if it was literally 18 inches but it sure looked was it
1: was it natural i mean because i know that there are you know there's all kinds of methods to that they don't necessarily work but um the guinness world book of records i think was met was it 13 inches was the the biggest natural cock Mm. and then i don't know if you saw the documentary about the guy who had the biggest unnatural cock where he stretched and stretched Uh, the guy from uh, brazil and it was i think it was 17 inches um, but it was it looked fucked like it this was one, this it was one, one looked like guy. like
0: a meter
3: yeah it it looked fuck. really fucked who knows uh, how big it was i'm not i'm yeah. not and, I and, it was still the biggest cock i had ever seen but
0: then absolutely yeah, couldn't is. get it all in your mouth you asked him to fuck you hard oh yeah oh my god
3: he did it fit in no, not the whole thing, Obviously, not <laughs> the whole way. <laughs> it was
0: It was a amazing. long fuck Do and you yeah, uploaded sure. it everywhere. I loved
3: yeah. it. Loved it. I'll never forget.
1: I mean, a Big c- cocks ice. are a, they're a blessing and a curse, right? Cuz you can't even mm. you can't find anyone to get it all the way in. That must be so yeah. hard. Yeah. Right.
0: That's why your question yeah. about the best and the worst, this was a mm-hmm. bit of a <laughs>
3: Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I it, it, it. Him. it was not a bad fuck at all. It
2: was a good fuck.
1: I mean, it's like you you have to be destined for porn if you've got a big dick. That's
2: like, yeah. yeah. David, what did did you think about of it? Were you just a bit like, whoa, daunted?
0: I was absolutely turned on by (laughs) Carol taking this massive cock. I mean, we have a lot of sex at home and some of the dildos are large. But having this cock attached to this cute guy is a tall guy and he's good looking and just pounding her. Um, after he finished, I had to fuck Carol and we had amazing sex, the two of us, after we finished playing with the couple. Mm. and She was just telling me in my ear. How this large cock felt inside her wet pussy, and it filled her up, and she was so turned on and excited. And we had this this tremendous, tremendous, a uh, passionate um, fuck. Um, after she yeah. got fucked over,
1: by it. By oh, that's so good, her. that's so delicious. That is the way that people should be fucking. It's mm-hmm. like being excited over other people's experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Great,
2: guys, you got it going. Fuck number five. The fuck that made
0: me? Great question. I would have to say that's um, the first full swap we did um, on that same trip. So that trip we told you about at the beginning of the show where we had a couple from England who told us about swinging. Well, once we played with them one night, we played with another couple the next night and another couple the night after. Wow. A couple that we played with on the last night, they were there. um, They were also Canadians. And they Mm. had had a horrible week because they were swingers and had been swingers for years Mm. and hadn't been able to play with anyone. Uh. And we were sitting there having dinner and we started chatting and one thing led to another. And we had this connection about where we live and uh, mutual friends. And then they told us that they were swingers and they invited us back to their room. And this was the first time that we had a full swap session. And full swap in the swinging terminology is you have... Sex with someone who's not your partner—you actually put your mm-hmm. cock in their foot mm-hmm. Because soft swap is everything but penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. And um, we get to the room, and they have this little red bag, and in their little red bag, they have some lube and they have condoms. We had nothing, great. Right? We just learned about swinging four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Um, they they just guided us and they took us walked us through the steps and and uh, the the wife in the relationship she was a nurse and she was like nursing us into what oh. to do and how to do it it was very hot and passionate and exciting oh, it wasn't so it, it wasn't like clinical it was very hot and it actually made their vacation because they had great sex with people who didn't know anything about swinging but were very open sexually to learn and um i had a great orgasm with the wife we all played together because carol and i love playing together in this big pile and mm. carol ended up sucking a cock and getting fucked and the other wife was the same thing and we ended up um fucking until they had to leave in the morning to get on their plane and, yeah. and that that was 12 years ago and we've been great friends ever since
3: yeah they live oh, oh, an wow. us, and so we see them regularly yeah, yeah. nice and do
2: you still fuck them like now sure. are they like sure yeah sure. oh that's so cool normally they come
0: to they come to montreal for my birthday which is in january and we, we go to a club and we do a party and um they're they're really good friends of ours Yeah. yeah. Oh, so they
2: totally kind of good. they introduced you into the whole lifestyle i guess i mean the other couple kind of did but then they really like yeah, really guided it. you through it yeah, yeah.
1: You, you because need you need guide. A it's we terrifying did. right it's yeah. first time it can be like really really scary and so just to have someone to be like hey it's okay communication and here we go and this is what you do and, it, and that's all right
3: absolutely that's mm-hmm. why the, at the, when the groups get together like at young swingers they start the very first evening with that, mm-hmm. that swinging 101 class mm-hmm. if you want to follow a workshop and get everybody into it and just so they understand the rules and the respect and no means no and you know you have to ask and you can't yeah. touch You ask and all those things that that you know we take for granted because we're mm-hmm. into it that new, newbies don't necessarily know so it's pretty mm-hmm. cool
2: Yeah, that's so good. What is your, like, top tip for getting into swinging?
0: The the, the first thing is you need to have a discussion with your partner about the would you, could you, should you. And, you know, sometimes it's really hard to... Let's back up even from swinging about talking in in your Mm -hmm. couple about having a Mm threesome, right? Because a lot of times couples want to expand their sexual repertoire and they'll bring in a toy or they'll go to a sex club, and they'll be exhibitionists. And that's, that's you know, expanding things a little bit, but they're still keeping it within their couple. But when you go out and want to have a threesome, you need to talk about the issues that could arise. Um, what are the do's and don'ts, which could be
3: well, for example, I don't want to kiss or I don't want to be touched that way. I don't want him to put his fingers inside. Like I don't want him to fuck me. I don't want him to fuck me, mm. whatever it might be. And it's okay, whatever it is, whatever you guys decide is uh, your rules. It's what it's mm. okay, whatever they are. And the rules but and the share rules. share those rules with the new person who's coming
0: in. Right. And the rules do change over time. And we always say, you know, if you decide you're going to do this on this evening, don't change those rules on the fly. Stick to it. Stick to it. Yeah. Go home, talk about it, and then next. do something different the next time.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So whatever it might be, That's what it. your limits are, what your boundaries are, or what your fantasy is that you want to fulfill, you and your partner have to be on the same page to start off with. And then you share those ideas with the person coming in, and then you're going to have a positive experience. Right. Otherwise, yeah. let it naturally come about. You're gonna you're putting you're setting yourself up to fail. Don't let mm-hmm. it just naturally come out like, and, and plan have, it and, so
0: that you know what you're going to you do. have mm. to do it together it can't be one person pushing the other person into it and if one person really doesn't want to do it you can't yeah just don't you do just it. can't mm. and if, if you think you're going to get into it because like i said earlier you're trying to fix a broken marriage or you want to have a better sex life um with somebody else you can't do it it's, the, the swinging is not about fixing a problem it's mm-hmm. about strengthening your couple and yeah. having a better sex life
2: Mm. Yeah. I also I loved what you told us about um jealousy before when we when we interviewed you on our YouTube channel. Like how do you deal with jealousy?
3: So jealousy is a natural reaction. It's a natural emotion that we all have mm-hmm. and we can control, or, or we can't say, oh, I'm not going to be jealous. But really, when you're very secure in your relationship, and you know that this is the person that you
0: love and loves you the most, and you're going to go home with,
3: yeah, and you're going home with this person. So when you have a, a, a sexual experience with somebody else, and you feel jealousy, first of all, you got to say, well, um it, it it's why? Why would I want to feel jealous? What what's making me feel jealous? Or the fact is that when you feel very, very secure, that jealousy is just a fleeting moment. It just goes yeah. and it doesn't stick with you. And so the stronger you are in your marriage, the less jealousy there is for that reason. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, I mean, David and I have been together and doing this jealous-free, I'm gonna say, for all these years. But I can I can really pinpoint one or two times that I did feel a jealous moment. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped and said, wow, what was different? How come? Why did this stop me right now? And I looked into it in my I looked within me. And because jealousy is on me, it's not on him, right? Mm-hmm. And so I realized that, uh, you know, whatever it was, was just silly, you know, and, and I just reaffirmed the fact that he's my best love. He's my best fuck. He's the one who loves me the most. And we're going home together. And mm-hmm. that's basically and it just went away after that it didn't stop me from having fun yeah
2: and
0: and also when you're in once you've decided you're going to try swinging and you get into it and things don't always go right and if you have a bad experience you got to back up you talk about it and you try it again because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's I mean all the time it's about the people that you're playing with Mm -hmm. versus the type of sex that you're going to have and if if you finally decide you're into it and the other couple's having fun, but you as a couple are not, it's very fine to say, it's not working it's not for working. me. We have to leave. Mm-hmm. Because you have to look out for your partner. Um, if you're going to hurt someone else's feelings, that's okay, but you can't hurt your partner. You can't do something that's not good for you as a couple. So if you're in a situation and it's not good, and we've had many of them, where you know Carol's not having a good time with the guy, we just have to excuse ourselves and move on mm-hmm. and what's right for us as a couple
2: yeah and that's so important because consent is and like being happy and comfortable throughout the whole thing is just so important mm. and it's
3: all about having fun and if you're not having fun don't yeah do
2: it. exactly wrong. exactly yeah. for fuck's sake so this week's sex question is My boyfriend and I have been together for a year and a half and we totally have a great established connection. We have been living together since the start of COVID, and nothing relationship-changing has come up at this point. We don't think it will. We both love each other very much and struggle with but we struggle with sexual compatibility. I have a high libido and want sex often, and he is the opposite. Additionally, I am very curious and want to experiment with BDSM fantasies and he is happy staying vanilla. Anytime we do try anything new in the bedroom, I feel like he is doing it out of obligation and I own and only to please me. The conversation about our sex life has been going on for months now and I have almost I almost quit trying to switch things up. Is it time to call it quits? Any advice? This question is like written by Reed.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm like, am I coercing my boyfriend into sex? <laughs> well,
3: number uh, one, I want to say that sexual compatibility I- is absolutely essential for a relationship to work, but mm-hmm. it's very normal to yeah. have people who are not compatible sexually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yes, it's something. We have that-
0: it. We have it. We yeah, have what? some incompatibility. Yes, I do. want to fuck four times a day yeah. and you're, exactly. you're, you are you're want it a couple of times a week. So
3: what <laughs> I was going to say that, that is that it's absolutely something you can work on together. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not a deal breaker in my books, Mm -hmm. but it's something that will take work. So first of all, uh, you have to start off as where where's your baseline? Your baseline is where he wants to be and where you want to be, of course. And Mm -hmm. so you have to start working on that, but they both have to be willing. So the only reason that you would want to give up on this relationship is if one of you is not willing to change, not willing to work on the relationship, uh, the mutual part of the relationship. So I would say that you have to uh, suggest that you um, go through the steps and start working on it but you both have to want that
0: and the first yeah. point you need to take out of the dialogue is no mm. right mm-hmm. if one person says something and the other person says no it, you, you can't work the the discussion has to be um, do you want to try this the other person should say not really but how about if we try this and that's where you find that middle point mm-hmm. about Um, I don't want to go all the way over here where I want you to hang me on the wall and throw knives at me. And the (laughs) other one, well, I just want to lie in bed and watch soap operas, you know, there's that medium. And um, we believe, and we've seen it in the lifestyle because everybody has different levels of swinging and sexual desires that if a couple has great communication and they really are each other's best friends, there is a way to make it work, but both, have to be willing to bend
2: yeah for sure I mean it's kind of similar to what my situation was in my last relationship I had a high libido he didn't and I would always try and bring up the conversation and try and like make these things happen I also wanted to explore like BDSM stuff and he just was just like oh it's a lot of like effort and like basically (laughs) basically he was just saying no all the time and Mm -hmm. like and the one of the reasons why the relationship ended was because I was like, I'm willing to work on this. And he said he didn't have time to work. on it. So that was when we called it quits, because we weren't gonna we weren't gonna agree on that. And like, if if, Yeah, like you said, if both people aren't willing to work on it, then it's not gonna work. But Mm -hmm. I think if If he had said like, yeah, let's work on it and like try to figure out some sort of solution, then it would have it could have been like worth actually sticking with it and seeing if it if it would go anywhere, because if Mm. you are best friends and you like the fact that they've been living together during COVID as well and haven't had any issues <laughs> right that's pretty good yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm literally thomas and i living proof of of that rule it's like yes we have completely different libidos and our sex life are on opposite ends of the spectrum but we are still working through it and you know we're still trying to understand it and there's a lot of communication that's involved although sometimes i need to step back because i end up not communicating very well and ending up putting pressure on the situation which is like the completely wrong thing to do because then he's gonna back away and get more, you know, terrified of it. Um but it's just it's just trying to find that happy medium and both being happy and not settling. And yeah, just I just wanna I just both of us need to make the effort to 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 work on it.
2: Yeah. That's, that's
1: why we've been together six and a half years and we still have different yeah. libidos. We always had different libidos back then.
2: Yeah.
0: And one of the things Carol and I have tried over the years is You know, it was at the beginning. It was always me wanting and asking for us to do something sexually, Mm -hmm. and Carol was like, "Okay, you know, today yes, tomorrow no, next day yes." And what we did to to change it up and spice it up, we said like, you know, on even days of the month, it's her turn, and on odd days of the month, it's my turn, (laughs) and we we got that blend of each other's wants and needs within mm-hmm. our relationship. And it just doesn't work 100% of the time. We ended up going once, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and Saturday was the wild card. You know, just different things. So it's not always one person driving the sexual experience in the relationship. It's a, a, a mix of, a yeah. mix or a blend of both people participating in it.
3: And especially when you want to explore and you want to try new things, it's good to take turns like one partner wants to explore this aspect and another partner wants to explore that aspect and you got to take then you kind of get a chance to take turns and and play each other's different um mm-hmm. role. yeah the different roles exactly
2: fucking hell so this week's sex story is a few years ago i ended up on antidepressants After a period of depression and anxiety, this was the first time I'd taken anything like that and wasn't warned about the side effects to my sex drive and ability to feel pleasure. It wasn't until a year later when I started to slowly come off them that I realised just how badly suppressed my ability to feel pleasure had become. I found coming off the tablets tough and I spent a lot of time talking to a good friend who'd been through something similar one night he came over to have a catch-up and play some board games well (laughs) board games soon turned into in brackets strip card games and drinking and i was losing badly not to mention i found out later that he cheated (gasps) before long he was confidently looking at me in the eye telling me to remove my underwear By this point, my whole body was on fire, an overwhelming need for more. I sat opposite him, slowly removed my underwear and spread my legs. I don't think I've ever been so turned on in my whole life. The anticipation of what was close, what was to come had me aching. He pulled me closer and kissed me hard. Without pausing to think, I stared pulling at the remaining of his clothes and desperately pushed him back into the sofa. I'll never forget how good it felt to slide down onto him and feel absolutely everything. The first time I came with him was like a bolt of lightning through me. I can't even describe how good it felt not having to suppress my feelings anymore. While the antidepressants were absolutely necessary for me at the time, coming off them was like waking up again and I'll never forget the intensity of that night.
3: Oh, oh, so you've yeah. been oh, up right now listening That's
1: right
2: so lovely. she so was wonderful. like she could write like a, an erotic novel that was really I like know.
1: that was hot and steamy was fucking hot like sliding down on here I was like yeah I felt <laughs> that. <before. laughs>
3: And we all have <sighs> felt that before. So like you're like you're feeling the quivering inside.
0: Oh, and oh, right yeah. into her the inner nice. feeling it into her throat.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, and so I- informational as well, because mm. antidepressants, we don't talk enough about the side effects and the fact mm. that it can really affect your your sex life, your libido, your pleasure. So it's it's really nice to know that that she could feel it again after the antidepressants. Yeah. Because they they are necessary for a lot of people, but they have some shitty side effects.
2: Yeah. But like just knowing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, basically. Yes.
1: Yes. That's so good.
2: That was really hot. Thank you for writing that in. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is time for us to fuck off. It has been an absolute pleasure this has been so good. Your stories have been amazing. Thank you Incredible. so much for coming on.
1: Yes, I've learned so from you. much from you. And hopefully
2: we get to see you again
1: soon at some party somewhere naked. That would be lovely. Yes, <laughs> for sure.
2: After Corona.
1: Well, literally just after this, we will be returning the favour and hopping ourselves onto your podcast. So yeah. Um, so sure. yeah, please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you.
0: You can easily find us on our website, thesexylifestyle.com. You can send us an email if you have any questions to ask at carolyndavid.com. Mm. Our podcast is called The Sexy Lifestyle with Carolyn and David. It's heard by over a million people in over Ooh. seven countries. Amazing. Talk all about sex and sexuality and relationships. And like your show, it's uncensored.
2: yeah that's what we like okay well everyone please remember to rate subscribe leave a review and follow us on our social channels at come curious at readama x and at Florence Bark.
1: Mm, also, just share us, share, share this podcast with anyone yes, that you can. Please. Because sharing's caring, and the best way to to hear about things is word of mouth or word of full mouth full of dick.
2: Oh yeah, spread us like corona. Don't spread corona. Spread good sexual information.
1: <laughs> STIs, sexually <section laughs> transmitted info. <laughs> we, we love you all so much, and see you next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Cast powers the world's best podcasts.
2: Here's an episode we recommend. Hi, I'm theme park journalist Carly Witzel, and my job is to bring you the weirdest, wackiest theme park stories on my podcast Very Amusing. Hear how Disney built a Star Wars-themed land from the people who built it, the wild way Butterbeer was first created, and this week, get a secret look at what happens inside Disneyland's members-only Club 33, and its extremely private-themed bar. Very amusing is jam-packed with exclusive details about Star Wars, Marvel, and Jurassic World attractions, hilarious celebrity interviews, and, well, everything you've ever wanted to know about theme parks but haven't found anywhere else. Wanna go on a wild ride that won't cost you hundreds in admission tickets? Listen to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel on the ACAST app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: ACAST recommends.